0: Welcome to the Pick Truth Podcast, where we read confessions that people send us or that we find online and rate them based on their level of heat.
1: A truth can range from a bell pepper to a Carolina Reaper.
0: Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Pick Truth. I'm your host, Dr. Vicki Harris. I'm here with my co-host,
1: Lamont Hearn Jr.
0: And we're here to bring the heat. So we actually did not have a lot of gap between this last recording, probably no. about 15 minutes. No, but, <laughs> <laughs> but is there anything interesting uh, on, your, on your head today before we uh, jump into our truth's
1: Honestly, I just uh want to thank those who are part of the uh Facebook group, uh those who have downloaded episodes, listen to us on YouTube and anywhere else. Um as far as like actual things, no. just more of the podcast itself. Um I'm glad to see that we're still doing it. Glad to see that you and I have, you know, keep trying to think of ideas to keep growing it and I hope more people just join along and for those who have been with us just keep riding with us.
0: All right. That was that was lovely. That Thanks. was lovely. I have uh, <laughs> my I, too, am very appreciative of all the people who listen to the podcast. I, you know, I am. Um, never anticipated being this big this quickly. Right. And big for us. I mean, we got more than 100 downloads. We were like, yeah. So, yeah. like, you know, we're well close to uh, the 1,500 mark. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. So hopefully you can keep sharing with your friends and and then start sending in some of your truths. You know, yeah. uh, we're at picktruthmail at post dot com. You know, let us know what go- what's going on in your life and let us know what's going on in the lives of the people around you and and maybe you can be on the show if you want to. So, uh, but I don't have much. But thank you, thank you for continuing to listen. And uh, I guess we're gonna jump right into our truths. Yeah. Let's get it. All right, so this one, I, uh, I circled the age in the, in the title. This is titled, I, a 19-year-old female, have a crush on my best friend's stepbrother, a 15-year-old male. So he's 15, but he looks around my age. He's tall, handsome, and nice. Due to childhood circumstances, he is mature for his age. I barely interact with him because I'd be awkward and shy. His age is definitely a problem. But once he turns 16, we'd be protected by the state's Romeo and Juliet law if we got together. I sometimes catch him looking at me when I wear a cute outfit, and I'm sure he notices the fact that I can't keep my eyes off him for too long. I also wear outfits to show off my curves when I know I'll see him. I don't really know where I'm going to going with this crush. I guess I just want to see what people will say. I don't care if this is controversial because I need to confess it to someone. And our age gap won't matter when we get older. Okay.
1: So first I have to ask you a question. Where do you stand on the idea of someone? No, that's not even fair because then that kind of what I guess influenced my answer. So I'll just go ahead and do it. Um, okay. So my, my first thought when I see this is, um, there tends to be a lot of posts and things that I've seen over the years where it comes to, um, young ladies, um, certain, certain girls, even like Mary Kate and Ashley Olson years ago, um, which they're older than me, but I remember somebody had made a comment about, um, Men of, of, of adult age or grown in this context, 19 and older or 18 and older rather, um, having like countdowns or making countdown websites to when they were legally 18. And I remember seeing so many posts from women saying this was gross and it was disgusting and these men are predators and all these things. So from that stance, that's what this reads to me that she's a predator, but. Again, that's being influenced by seeing a bunch of those posts. And that's kind of more me saying what's good for the gander is good for the goose in this aspect. Um, I don't I'm not comfortable with the fact that she's intentionally uh, parading herself around for a 15 year old. I have no false pretenses to even say that I'm not OK with that. Like, I have a problem with that. As a father, um, I wouldn't want um, anyone trying to promote sexual advances onto either of my children, um, especially with my children underage and these are adults. I don't want my children involved in sexual matters, period, of course. But that to me is just a no-go. And I think sometimes... These type of stories, when they're flipped this way, don't get as much of a negative hue that they would if it were flipped around and this was a 19-year-old boy with a 15-year-old girl, people would be very much more likely to now. Of course, that's just seeing it online. So it's hard to say it's everywhere. But um, yeah, this is this is I'm judging you. I'm judging you because this is a 15-year-old. Um, yeah, it's it's a Thai chili for me. I, as I, I know you're not acting on it. So I guess that's why I'm not going to the full reaper for me just because this is still a child based in all the laws and just from my own stance. That's where I'm at with that.
0: So when I first read it, I too got the creepy vibe from it. I felt like the word in my head I said was predator. Like, you just sitting around here waiting for a 15-year-old to turn 16? You didn't even say 18. Right. If he, it, honestly, if she said, well, I just have to wait three years so he turns 18, 18 and 21, I, I get there's a age difference. and But for a 19-year-old to sit and think, I'm going to wear these cute clothes and stare at this 15-year-old boy because, you know, I have this lustful intentions. Right. I have a problem, yeah. which is funny since last week. I'm like, you sh- multiple partners. I think it's a good idea, not children. Like yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. I
1: feel like, I feel like yeah. most people should be smart enough to know that we, <laughs> as we said, we don't support children touching or animal banging or
0: people who cannot make a decision for themselves. Absolutely. And so I'm, I'm gonna agree with you with the the Thai chili mm-hmm. and a very hot one, almost yeah. the Reaper. Yeah. It's like, it, and honestly, it's like, oh, when you turn 16, I'm gonna get that. Like, could you? You know, oh, I, I right. Any yeah, of them old men. Me. I, I think it's your wife who cracks me up. He says old men have worms, and like
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she said that, so she was. She was
0: t- <laughs> and so, like you know, when we were children, there will always be old men catcalling and and saying because you know, yeah, that it just happens. I. And they're creeps. Yeah, you're creepy. I'm fourteen. I'm fifteen. I'll be eighteen soon. That's creepy. That
1: shouldn't be the thought that comes to your mind, bro.
0: Right? It's creepy. At all. Yeah. So, I would say uh, it's a Thai chili. Yeah. I do think it's creepy.
1: Yeah.
0: I uh, now again, and I think it's just the way that she's writing this because I'm older than my husband. I'm more than four years older than my husband. Yeah, we argue about it. But I'm more than four <laughs> years older than my husband.
1: Right. And my wife's five years older than me. So
0: so I am not saying that there aren't opportunities to, to be with people uh, that are younger. I'm not saying that at all because clearly. Yeah. But I wasn't. And, you know, in fifth grade, looking at the kindergartners, like, I can't wait to take one of them out. <laughs> where them preschoolers at? Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it would be uncomfortable. Yeah. There, There is a level of age appropriateness. Absolutely. But like, I'm going to wear this and I want this 15-year-old. To, for, and 15-year-olds are disgusting. Yeah, she don't, she don't
1: really see him in all his actual glory. There's uh, times where he's probably like wiped her wrong and smelled his hand. Like, oh. uh-huh. He's a boy. He's probably done farted and cuffed it to be pe- there's a lot. There's a lot. Like he's a 15 year old boy. So there's a lot of things she's not seeing.
0: Yeah. So for me, I would give this one uh, a tie, a tie chili as well. Yeah.
1: It's, it's just it's just a lot. I mean, like you said, the there's a difference between an age difference and you're older. Like I've made me and my wife, we've made jokes before. Like when she was in ninth grade, I was in elementary school. So like that's you know, and I don't and that's nothing wrong with that because we didn't know each other and she wasn't looking for me. So that's fine. She
0: was not over there like, wait till he gets up here, wait till he gets to middle school.
1: No. I'm now, she- <laughs>
0: she's the same height
1: <laughs> as you know most fifth graders would be. True,
0: true, you true. Know, Third, but- fifth, whatever.
1: <laughs> I love you, baby. I know I'm gonna get I know I'm gonna get that one in a couple weeks. That's fine. But it's it it is what it is. I think there's a there's a clear line that she's crossing there. And I also wonder how her friend feels, if her friend's even aware of it. Mm. You know, I'm sure she has some inclination of it, but it's just, that's a lot. That's a lot. Plus, he's 15. Like, his hormones are crazy. Like, naturally, everything you're doing, oh, he's going to be paying attention. Mm -hmm. Like, of course he is. He's a 15-year-old boy. Especially, you are an older woman to him. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, the grand scheme of adulthood, like 19, you're a baby. But for him.
0: You're a woman. Yeah, you know things. (laughs) You've had experience. Right, she's been there.
1: (laughs) She crossed that path in graduation.
0: She wears those nice clothes just for me. To see her figure.
1: I can't wait till I can get out of my little job after school for three hours and go take her for a burger.
0: Well, I can't. He's well, some places you can work, but yeah, typically no. you're 16. You can't even work yet. Can't even drive. That's, ain't that a strange? Can you take me out to drive, Like I don't want to do that. Like, can you can you take me out and learn to drive? Like you're 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 19, right? You had to be above eighteen. See, so. that's
1: gross. Cause then she nope. I'm gonna leave that there, okay? Because then this will be an episode that
0: I know. Because sometimes I go too far.
1: Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not gonna help. I'm not <laughs> gonna do it. All right. So, uh, my first truth is simply titled "I hate paper straws." I hate them. I understand they are better for the environment and turtles and stuff, but why the fuck should I have to taste paper every damn time I sip my drink? Tons of oil burning and destroying shit, and I bet those corporate bastards use plastic straws. Look, I'm sorry, guys. I do my part, but I'm going to have to pass on these damn straws.
0: You know, I know his sentiment. When we were in Florida, it was nothing but paper straws. Everywhere. And you get a good three drinks out the straw before it begins to collapse and then the kids can't get stuff out of the straw and then they're having a fit and you got to take the lid off and then the lid spills mm-hmm. like i'm not going to say this happened but i'm <laughs> going to say everything's not made and, and i get it i know what they're saying i understand his confession it's a it's it's a truth, of course of yeah, bell pepper absolutely but i yo i get it yeah i i, ha- I hate it it's like it melts in my mouth, like and like. I guess I'm, a, I'm I got a lot of lips, and so like I'm putting it in my mouth, and it's 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 disintegrating and stuff, and like, ah, oh.
1: smushing together now. <sighs> so you're getting like small, tiny streams of whatever you were trying to drink. It's ridiculous. Look. I think the for me it's a bell pepper as well. I think for me the only thing that really stood out to me was they were bringing up the fact of all the oil burning and destroying stuff that these corporations are doing, and we just blindly you know don't even do anything. Look at the uh, you remember the movie Erin Brockovich? Mm-hmm. So remember there were issues with their water in that in that um, area. The, it's actually worse now. If you actually go and look at and research this actual information, yes, the people who were there made money. Um, Aaron brockford got like $3 million out of it. Like the actual person, obviously not the... Uh,
0: <clears throat> not, uh, what's her name, uh, Julia Roberts. There you go. Which
1: made way more. Way, more yeah, yeah, way more than $3 million. But the, the people who still live there have gotten only poisoned worse and things have gotten worse. So it really makes you kind of wonder, like in the grand scheme of things, we do these kind of make goods on things that, we're like, okay, the turtles, and I'm not taking anything away from any animals rights activists. Before somebody from Peter or somebody tells that we're the worst people ever, but because we've already stood up for squirrels and hamsters on the show, okay, so we care about the animals,
0: especially these hamsters. Yeah,
1: they just doing way too much. Yeah,
0: getting attacked. Ha- <laughs> Jesus. Yeah,
1: but yes, I, I, I get it. We we want to make sure that the turtles and the sea creatures and these animals are okay. But at the same time, it feels like there's other things we could be putting effort into to kind of help as an overall, as well, and and maybe we could, you know, tell people BYOS, like bring your own straws, like like metal straws or mm-hmm. um some other kind of um, reusable, yeah, you know, reusable compound or something. Just because even when we went to Florida, like uh, we had bought straws before we went, and we left them in our suitcase because we kind of just forgot and i remember when we first got to the first restaurant we went to and i was trying to sip my water and it just felt like it was a disaster cuz i couldn't get any water it was hot cuz it was just hot and it was just terrible like you said you know theoretically the kids could be sitting there trying to drink something and now we can't get them any, you know, liquids and now they're all over the place. You know, but like you said, theoretically, I don't want to say that did happen. Mm-hmm. But
0: it yeah, it's one of those things. And it's like you remember pixie sticks, the little candies. Yeah, it's absolutely. like trying to drink water out of a pixie yeah, oh stick gosh, yeah. package. That's yeah, what just without the candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it's melting. Oh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Speaking yeah. of that, did you ever do you remember ever having to share those with people? Like you would get a pixie stick and somebody would be like, let me have some. And you're pouring some of it out. <laughs> and you didn't really realize how much you were pouring out. And by the time you got back to yourself, you had like a small a
0: pile of like, dusty colored <laughs> three sugar,
1: three grains.
0: Do they still make those? I don't know. Man, remember they, they had the giant pixie sticks and it was plastic? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah those were crazy. Yeah, when people had those, I was always oh, thought like, man. they rich. You got money. Whoa, they rich. Right. All right, so I'm going to go into my, my next truth. All right. All right, so this one is titled, My brother has been missing for two years, but he's really not. My brother has been MIA for two years. Nobody has heard from him except for me. He did a lot of scandalous things when he was on drugs. He was a danger to himself and to others before he disappeared from the planet. He's on his road to recovery and is doing well. He used to text me occasionally, but now it's becoming daily. I don't mind, kind of. I feel awful for keeping his secret from my parents. They think he's dead, homeless, or just in deep trouble. However, it's not my secret to tell, so I say nothing. Today, my brother messaged me bragging about making 70K a year and how it's funny to him because he didn't even have to go to college, unlike me. Said he will laugh in my face if he purchases a house before me because it's sad that I had to go through college and he didn't. I'm pretty effing annoyed with him. The thing is that I feel like I always have to talk to him like I'm walking on eggshells. It's frustrating me and I need a break from him. Ah, Mm. We can leave out the,
1: ah. (laughs) (laughs) I would say this is a Poblano. Mm.
0: Um,
1: Mostly because it it clearly could irritate your parents that they don't know where their child is. Um, I don't know if your parents would assume that he's dead at this point or if he's, you know, just maybe strung out because he did scandalous things. It's not that he um, is gone is necessarily my issue there it's more like if your parents knew then you know it would probably alleviate some pressure from them but maybe there's a reason why your brother doesn't want to be in communication with them it may be something that they don't that the uh storyteller doesn't know um now the brother's pompous of mm-hmm. course like I, you can clearly catch that out of there like however you got it to the 70k salute but to brag and keep being that braggadocious about it. And then you almost feel required to walk on eggshells when you speak to him. You can tell there's, there's a weird. Dynamic. Yeah. There. And it, and it just, it just makes it uncomfortable. Um, But as far as keeping it a secret, I don't, I don't necessarily say that I'm giving you a side eye. I would say it irritates others. So for me, it would be a poblano.
0: I can see. I can understand your, your rating. I'm looking at it from, okay. I'm a parent of two children and I haven't seen one of my kids in two years, right. and the other one knows that they're alive, I'm going to need you to tell me my son's alive, okay? Tell I don't need to talk to him. If you're talking to him and that's the only way that we're getting communication, so be it. Tell me my son's alive. Mm. He's alive. He doesn't want to talk to anyone. Let it be. Okay. That right there brings it up to like a jalapeno for me it's because i'm getting side. i like give them that reprieve but to your point we don't know the relationship with the son and the parents we don't know what kind of hostilities or underlining resentment could live there Mm -hmm. and where you know it's probably best not to say anything you don't know they might drag the sister into more stuff so i I will not make it a uh a chili because we don't know. But just off gut as a parent of two children that yeah. are babies now, and it gets worse. My fears get worse and worse as they get older. Yeah. Um, because they're out in the world and I can't control anything. Um, and you know that my drug addict, scandalous behavior child is alive. I'm gonna look at you like you're crazy. You can just tell me they're alive. They're they're alive. I they're alive. Well, do they send you a note? Did they it doesn't matter, mom? They're alive. I'll let you know if there's something different. So yeah, that one makes this one a jalapeno for me.
1: That's fair. That is totally fair. I I, I can understand that. Um, I'll admit, I, I guess I was, I didn't even think of it in the context of being a parent, which is weird because I've kind of been a parent for a while now, I should have thought that way. But no, I, I, I can understand that and I respect that position because that is something that I feel like I would even want to know as well. Um, but like, you know, so it, it's interesting. It's very interesting. So I'm wondering what other people think about this one. Um, You know, if you were sitting here in this situation with your sibling who, you know, for all intents and purposes has disappeared, quote unquote, um, how would you handle it? I understand, you know, that it could be that you look at it like, hey, I want to let my parents know this so they're not freaking out. But it could be that by letting your parents know, you could be creating more of a worry for your sibling by Bringing their, your parents back into this person's life, and it could be, you know, problems or unresolved issues that could get worse or better. So, you know, let us know what you think on the uh, Pick Truth uh, Facebook group.
0: All right, Lamont, what's your last truth? Okay,
1: so my last truth is titled I got into an accident on my e bike because I was too lazy to fix my brakes. About two months ago, I got into a pretty bad e bike accident. My whole body felt like shit, and I had a good amount of bruises. The only reason for this accident was because of shitty brakes. I was riding on a road that wasn't fully paved, but was open to the public. I realized I was going too fast, hit my brakes and barely slowed down. I should have been completely stopped or almost completely stopped before reaching the area of the road I thought I was going too fast at. But my brakes were so shitty, I only slowed down for a few miles per hour. I feel like such an idiot. The only reason I didn't fix them was because I was lazy. The fix would have only taken about 10 minutes. All I had to do was take off my back tire to make the brakes more tighter. I feel like an idiot.
0: Mm. Well, that's what happens when you're lazy. That's that procrastination stuff. Yeah. And like sometimes it's just better. I say that, but I keep saying, like, it's around my brakes. I need to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we do, do I need to get the brakes checked? Uh, it... it uh, It's a poblano. It's because it can irritate other people. Like, you out here riding recklessly, you know, take it from a woman who's a speedster. When I was down in my wheelchair and I was in an electronic wheelchair running around (laughs) the park at Epcot Center in Florida, like, I understand the need for speed, but for real, (laughs) but for real, I think that it's a poblano. You irritated yeah. others and, you know, and I get it. You just run and trying to get things done. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, it's not as important at the moment. There are other things that are oppressing mm-hmm. and more important, but yeah. hopefully he's okay. Yeah. And not, you know, too many damages with itself and, and, and no one else, you yeah. know, cause you know, that could be scary.
1: That was going to be my point was I agree. It's a poblano, but the bigger concern for me wasn't just necessarily, him being lazy about it, it was the potential of putting others at risk. Because at that point, it, let's just say you were riding and someone was crossing a street and you're trying to brake. Your brakes don't work. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. You're Towards someone else's vehicle, whether it's another bike, a car, anything else, and you can't brake. It costs you your life. It costs other people their life. Someone else, you know, is... There's almost a head-on collision or anything, so you're putting other people at risk. That's my issue. Um, it's still a poblano, uh, and I guess that's mostly because nothing too dangerous happened. Um, I'm more gonna judge you for your uh, writing <laughs> as a with a jalapeno because you keep putting two as to instead of too, and you did like five times in this story, <laughs> editor. I don't care if you keep that in here or not. If you do, that's fine. <laughs> but yeah uh yeah for me it's a, it's a poblano as well so
0: yeah yeah and I don't know I'm trying to think about my maintenance on this stuff around so um- I'm probably going to get in trouble and call out one of my friends who, what, how long did one of our friends go without an oil change in their car? Like <laughs> uh, maintenance good matters.
1: Good minutes. Hold on. Say it again. Maintenance
0: matters. Maintenance matters. Like, yeah. So <laughs> I love you. <laughs> and they've done much better now. Oh yeah. But That's- that first car, if I recall, like there were some serious issues with the uh, oil changes and yeah. getting that done regularly. Yeah. Like you got to do that more than once. Like <laughs> hey,
1: but there's, there's growth. That person has grown and they've made some changes there and you know that's that's the part of accountability that i will give credit there hopefully this uh storyteller um, or this person who provided the truth rather will be able to take that moment and realize okay this could have been potentially way more dangerous than it was Mm -hmm. i need to be more responsible and understand that the short-term inconvenience of having to take these 10 minutes may save a lifetime of problems
0: lifetime of back aches and God knows and then it just makes your equipment run better yeah. you know again I say that and I keep saying hey I think there's something let me go I'm gonna check my breaks tomorrow like seriously I had to go like go gotta check my breaks I just I just had a a whole uh podcast episode where we kind of mentioned that at the end and I don't want to be the this week's episode Vicki is uh <laughs> live on location from the hospital because oh, no. she did not no, I just can't But all right, I think that wraps up this episode of Pick Truth. All right, folks, as always, if you like today's show, help us out and subscribe and send the show to two people right now. We're waiting. Go ahead. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Send the show. Just send the link up in the corner. There's a way you can share. Share it on your Facebook page. Share it on Twitter and Instagram. Help us out. Tell everyone, hey, come listen to this. Or find your favorite episode and share that one. If you've not done so already, please join our Facebook group, Pick Truth. And as always, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
1: And please don't forget, we also upload the audio versions of the show to YouTube. And don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe.
0: All right, catch you next time.
1: Later. We can't pick truth without you.
0: Send us your truths at picktruthmail at post.com to see if you can bring the heat.